Welcome to the Higher Ed Jobs Podcast and another episode of A Brief Moment for Listener Mail. I'm Andy Hibble, the Chief Operating Officer and one of the co-founders of Higher Ed Jobs. And I'm Kelly Sherwin, the Director of Editorial Strategy. And we're joined today by a friend of the podcast, Matt Trainum, Senior Consultant for Leadership Strategy with Credo. Matt, welcome. Thank you. Good to be here. Good to be back. Nice to be a friend of the podcast. It's nice to have you as a friend of the podcast. So Kelly, what do we got for Matt today? As we said, we are taking a a minute to talk about some listener mail. We have a question from a listener that says, what advice would you give to us baby academics who are applying to our first few rounds of full-time tenure track positions and what to expect? So Matt, what are your thoughts on that? Right. It's a job search time. It's job search season. It's a fun time to be talking about this. And I love a question from someone who classifies themselves as a baby academic. That's a fun way to position yourself, baby academic. Here's what I did with this question, as well as the other questions that that we've got in the mailbag. I grabbed them up and grabbed this one up and sent it out to colleagues uh, around the country that I work with. Part of my role is I get to meet and interact with leaders at different institutions, provosts and deans, and uh, have a lot of conversation with them. So I messaged this question out to a variety of folks and I said, hey, what do you think about this? What advice do you have for baby academics who are applying for the first rounds of full-time positions? And I think the context of this question was also someone who had been doing some adjunct work and is now looking for four-time work. And now that COVID's over, was trying to figure out what to do. Sent that question out and I got some responses back. And I will tell you the thing I heard most was a really classic answer. And that answer was network. I got a lot of people that replied back and said, hey, network, find a mentor, build relationships and use those relationships to further connect and further make inroads into different institutions that you're looking for. So folks reference the idea of conferences, the idea of LinkedIn, really classic kind of stuff, right? The very classic connect up, network and connect up kind of references. So I got a lot of connect up, I'll call these connect up references. I also got some people who suggested follow up. So we got connect up and I got some people who said classic follow up things. So if you've applied and you're looking and you're trying to figure out how to get a job, do what you would normally do if you really want a job. Do a lot of follow-up, reach out. I had a few folks who interestingly said they were not bothered by candidates reaching out to them directly. I think that's an interesting take, and I think people always need to be cautious about that. But I heard from deans and department chairs that said they didn't mind when someone messaged them directly to say that they had applied and were expressing interest, sharing their teaching philosophy and talking to them about why they were especially interested in the institution. So I heard some connect up. I heard some follow up. And I'll give you one third thing I heard. I heard some play it up. So in other words, I know this particular applicant said that he had been in in COVID times teaching has an adjunct or she had been in COVID times teaching has an adjunct. And out of several people reply back and say, gosh, that's just what we want. We want someone who knows how to teach both in person and perhaps virtually and balance the new COVID, post-COVID world. And so the idea of playing up the skills that this person has gotten during their time teaching in COVID just makes a ton of sense. And so there were some suggestions that said, talk about that and uh, really utilize that well. So those are three cataloged areas that I would say, connect up, follow up, and play it up. Those are the three buckets I would put the responses in and the three suggestions people gave regarding this particular baby academic who was trying to figure out how to find a full-time job. That's fantastic advice. For me on the networking side, there's a little bit of a cautionary tale, but also 
One, remember when you're networking, this isn't about collecting the most Facebook friends or the most followers on Instagram. It's about putting your authentic self out there and establishing real relationships in a real way and being respectful of the people who are offering the time have limited resources to do things like that. Uh, That's always my first statement, which I always feel is a little bit harsh to say, hey, respect people's time. But also remember, for people who you're networking up with, you always can say, well, what's in it for those professionals? I'm going to flip this and say, if you're a professional who's been in the business for a period of time, there's a lot that you get from being networked with, both from learning the perspective, helping people who are passionate doing what you're doing, find a way to connect with your line of work. There's a lot of benefit and people like doing that and enjoy doing that. They just, like a lot of folks, have a limited time in doing so. But when you come there with your true passion and your true self and put yourself out there that way, I think you'd be surprised what an investment and networking up will yield from you with concerted effort and concerted time being committed to it. Andy, I would say that I agree with all of that. I, I get emails maybe once a week or so from someone trying to network up and uh, connect up. And uh, I usually entertain most of those and find a window. And I find those times and conversations to be enjoyable, but it is a, it is an extension. And people, when they ask that, need to be understanding of that. I'll also acknowledge that for me, hearing a lot of people reply back with find a mentor and network, and these are provosts and academic leaders, also highlights for me that those channels are not as available for everyone. And so I'm thinking, all right, if these are the three big suggestions, connect up, follow up, and play it up, there is one area here that some people are going to have a higher advantage of around connecting up around networks. So I'm sensitive to that and and thoughtful around that as well. I just also want to echo how great these pieces of advice are. And I think we all can agree that the connecting, following, and playing it up all are action items. So going back to the original question of, you know, what to do, I think people have to realize that they I was going to say gone are the days of just sending a resume in, but I don't know if that's actually was ever the case. But one has to send a resume in and then do something like you have to follow up. You have to network. And I love the the play it up, highlight your skills. And I know it's uncomfortable for a lot of us to reach out to someone and highlight our skills. But taking that step to do you know the action items and doing one, two or all three of those things, I think is spectacular advice. So thank you to your network that offered that advice. And thank you so much for explaining that to us. Kelly, certainly. Thank you so much, Matt. We really appreciate you taking time today to do an episode of A Brief Moment for Listener Mail with the Higher Ed Jobs Podcast. Always a pleasure. Thank you for listening. And don't forget, if you have anything you want to ask us, tweet us at Higher Ed Jobs or email us at podcast at higheredjobs.com. And if you're looking for a soundtrack to your job search, please feel free to add the Higher Ed Jobs podcast playlist on Spotify. Thank you for listening.